Alright. So, another episode of Recovery Rap. And I'm your host, Mike Todd. This is brought to you by the South Carolina Recovery Housing Association. And um, so, just a disclaimer. Um, like... I don't I don't like write anything down. This is not pre-rehearsed. This is just absolutely just coming um straight from my heart kind of thing. And um I have conversations with my wife and she said that's when it's best. So I listened to my wife. So I've had a great morning. I got my meditation in. Um that's always important for me because my gosh, my mind um especially um, the way it works uh, goes a hundred miles an hour, so it's important that every morning that like all throughout my recovery, the first thing I learned was that praying was talking to God. So when I opened my eyes this morning, um, I prayed, and then um, I was taught that meditation was listening to God. So I just did my ten-minute meditation. And I'm just ready to get the day going. I'm going to probably hit a recovery meeting here a little bit later. So, But I wanted to talk about something um, that, real quick, again, this is just, uh, you know, this is just like a 10-minute, maybe 5, 10-minute recovery share. So I want to talk about, like, before I got into recovery, this is probably going to blow everybody's mind, I was a drug user. That's right. I was a drug user before I got into recovery. Um, I wonder sometimes if if we just kind of like forget that, right? And so I've really been, uh, a lot of what I've been in the last few months, especially since COVID, um, I've had some opportunity to really spend some quiet time with God. And that's something that I've really, really been focusing on is that, um, drug users should be met with dignity. Um, I know, I get it. It's hard. Um, it's a brain disease. Listen, I don't have a bunch of letters behind my name. I want to hit that disclaimer real quick. Um, I'm not an expert. I'm just a guy that's been in recovery, a guy that, you know, helped start a, a program and all that. But listen, I, you know, um, I I don't have all the answers, that's for sure. But, so, but meeting, I want to talk about personally, um, all that aside, I want to talk about personally the day for me that I was met as a drug user with dignity. And this was October 21st, 1990. Um, I want you to kind of think about it. It was a lot different back then. It was a totally different um, atmosphere back then. Um, I started first started coming in recovery in 1988. I stuck around in 1990. I was in and out, for, in and out of recovery from 88 to 90. And so um, that day um, for me was the day that I stuck around and I want to kind of kind of talk about this what it was like back then. There was a small group of people, a very small group of people that believed that like addiction, we call it substance use disorder today, but we called it addiction and they we believed that it was a disease and we had actually written a book um about it. And but but 
when we got out, and there was probably at that time maybe 20 of us in the Myrtle Beach, South Carolina area. And if you got out of that, if you got out of that group, if you got out of that, you know, and, and you, you got out of that group and you got in the community or you even kind of talked to your family and said, hey, I'm, I'm an addict and I'm in recovery. Nobody understood that. And it was, you know, this disease was known as a moral failure. And I had been told time and time again, look, you just really need to get yourself together. And time and time again, I would try to get myself together. And, um, you know, like I would go to church and I would, whatever it took. And, you know, and then, you know, I would go back out and pick back up and I would, I would use. And, I, you know, especially in the church atmosphere, I think to myself, well, gosh, you know, um, maybe God doesn't love me like he loves them. And I would fall deeper into despair. And um, so, but October 21st, 1990, I was sitting in my car. And I'll be frank with you, you know, I was I was contemplating taking my own life because I, I was that desperate, I was that tired, and you know, I knew that I was getting close to doing that because I had had kind of a prior attempt, and you get like this really, um, you get like this really calm feeling. I I can't explain it. Maybe others that that have unfortunately went through this can can um can explain is like you know it's finally over and um but i drove um to a meeting that night and i was sitting in the parking lot it was before the meeting and um i got out of my car and i was standing outside of my car just looking at the building where the meeting was and, and thinking to myself, this just has never worked for me. Um, again, I'm, I'm just this hopeless human being. And, I and you know, we and let me, especially with society back then, I want to say this, and I hate to use this, I don't even want to say the, the term, but back then we were just known as crack addicts, but we were also, you, you know, crack, you put an H on the end of it. That was... That was just what we were, you know, and I had bought into that. I had bought into society's um, uh, view of me that that was all I was ever going to be. That, that was just, and, and, and what, and either I was going to either take my own life, um, and that seemed to be the only way, way out for me. And so I had decided to get back in my car, and as I was getting back in my car, there was a guy that was standing there, and he said, "Hey, where are you going?" And um, Bill was his name. He said, "Hey, where are you going?" And I said, "You know, I'm just going to go home. This doesn't work for me, and it never has worked for me. And there's really no hope for me." And he says, "Well, why don't you just um, why don't you just give yourself a break?" And I said, "I don't, I don't want to go in there, you know." And he says, "Yeah, but..." What if I just walk with you? Now, I want to explain something to you. Like, nobody had said that in a long time to me. Nobody had said, can I walk with you? And he did. And he walked in that meeting with me. And he sat by me. And 
I don't know what exactly the meeting was about, but I think it was about sponsorship because when I left that meeting, I asked him, I said, you know, hey, Bill, what's your deal? And he says, well, I, I haven't used drugs in three years, and, you know, my grandmother left me a house and um, some money, and um, I don't have that anymore, <laughs> um, you know, but I haven't I haven't used in three years, and he seemed very happy, um, and he seemed to really be content talking to me. He had a smile and a glow in his eyes that I just wanted, and I asked this man to help me, and um, and he did. And one of the things he told me to do was call him every day, and and um, you know maybe in another episode I'll talk more about that, but. Um, he met me with dignity, and he met me with love, and it was exactly what I needed that day, um, and, you know, the rest is history, so um, thank you, Bill, and um, thank you for whoever's listening to this. Um, we're going to sign off here. With a little Don't Stop Believing. We need that right now. We need that. Don't Stop Believing. It's going to get better. Hang on to that hope. Bill gave me a hope shot that day. He gave me a hope shot that day. Go out today and give somebody a hope shot. <laughs>